0: Hello, welcome to Free Your Children on WXRQ 1460 AM Christian Radio. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and Free Your Children's mission is to share the truth and love about education. There is a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children. I hope this ministry will equip you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil, Ephesians 6:10 through 11. Thank you to our sponsors here at Free Your Children Radio and to those who continue to support biblical education. If you are interested in sponsoring this show, you can email me at freeyourchildren@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and at theboroughpulse.com. There you can see all the articles that I have penned to date about education. I have some exciting news for Free Your Children I have a website in the process, and I can't wait to get that up and launched, and that will be another source of information for those that are interested. I am very excited about our special guest that we have today. Today's special guest is Garrett Hampton. Garrett is a movie industry veteran with credits on some of the biggest movies of the last decade, including Interstellar, Furious 7, Tron, Legacy, G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. The Twilight Saga, New Moon, and many more. Following several years of working as a motion picture technician in Hollywood, Garrett made an abrupt shift and taught film at a Los Angeles area private school while producing short documentary content for his church. His time teaching high school and middle school students deepened his love for education and his passion for the creative process. In the fall of 2016, Garrett and his family sold their home and most of their belongings, loaded up in an RV, and began traveling the country to film Schoolhouse Rock to tell the stories that represent the millions of families who have been impacted by the homeschool revolution. Hello, Garrett. Thank you for joining us.
1: Tiffany, thanks for having me. It's great to be on with you.
0: Yes, I was introduced or found Garrett through my Free Your Children ministry, and I have had the privilege of watching the movie Schoolhouse Rock, and it was fantastic. Thank you. Can you tell us...
1: I'm sorry, we've also had you on our show, The Schoolhouse Rocked Podcast.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And that was a fantastic experience too. You have so many wonderful things that you're doing for our homeschool community and I can't wait to discuss all of those. Can we start out though by you telling us a little bit about your family's personal homeschool journey?
1: Yeah, we are like so many homeschool families. We said we would never homeschool and (laughs) we were adamant about it. Um, It took us a little over 10 years to have our first daughter, which gave Yvette and me tons of time to think about how we would be raising our kids when they finally came. And the one thing we said over and over was we would never homeschool. And yet, as Brooklyn, our oldest, got closer and closer to school age, we started looking at what the options were for public school in our area and realized that, one, they weren't safe, and two... Uh, her soul, as you mentioned in the intro, wouldn't be safe. There is a battle raging for the souls of our children. And we realized that 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 battle truly is being lost for Christian parents in the schools. And so uh, we considered private school at the time. And thankfully, by the Lord's grace, Yvette was pregnant with our second daughter and wasn't able to work. And so we very reluctantly dove into homeschooling. And God changed our hearts over the course of a weekend when we attended our first homeschool conference. And we realized that it was normal families um, just trying to raise their kids up to know the Lord and to do well and to succeed in life. And we said, oh, maybe we can do this. And we actually left that conference over the weekend and said, you know what? I don't think we're just going to try this. We're going to do it all the way through. And that's what we've done
0: that's fantastic. That is so amazing. Now, how did this kind of evolve with you selling all of your possessions and traveling across the country to produce Schoolhouse Rock? I know that it made for a very interesting homeschool experience. I can't imagine all the wonderful opportunities that this provided your family with.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been an adventure and one of the blessings of homeschooling is that you can do it from anywhere. So, yeah. our kids have actually been schooled in the car for, you know, mm-hmm. 3 years we spent on the road really filming this movie and much of that time our girls were being schooled by audiobooks and uh, lessons in the car and things like that. But in that time we got to see so much of the country and we got to see God's great creation and uh, just the, the blessing of being Americans. And we learned so much history as we walked through the map. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really a work of God that led us to this. It wasn't something we planned for. I was um, working in the movie industry in Hollywood mm-hmm. and really loved the work, but really didn't love um, the worldview and, and the other things that went along with the ministry. and so god moved me out of that into education and ministry and um then through the course of many events just kind of directed our heart toward making this movie to the point where one day i walked into my wife and i said babe i don't know how to tell you this but i feel like god is um telling me we need to sell our house sell all of our stuff get in an rv and go out and make a movie." and at the time, you know, I, I figured she would just say, that's nuts. But her, her answer was, yes, I think that's exactly what he's directing us to. And, and the truth was that he had been working on her heart the whole time as well. Right. And so we went out not knowing where we were going to go or um, really how it was going to go. We just went out knowing that we could trust the Lord and he showed himself to be faithful.
0: Absolutely. You took a leap of faith and it has served you well. He has rewarded that faithfulness, I would say. Yes. Now you have two children, correct? We do. Okay. And you are currently homeschooling both of them?
1: Yes. Our oldest is 17 getting ready to wrap up high school. Oh, wow. And we're doing the whole college, uh, college tour and college search thing. In fact, today she's gonna to tour a college with her mom, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And our youngest is 12 and just starting middle school. And man, she is a ball of fire and so much fun. <laughs> um, we we literally have been blessed by homeschooling. You know, we, we mentioned that uh, we started out reluctantly, but right. as soon as God changed our hearts, we started to see the blessing of just this time with our girls And the opportunity to train them up in righteousness and integrate a biblical worldview into everything we're teaching them and it has been a blessing to our family now that's not to say it's not been a challenge as well homeschooling certainly is a challenge but we've certainly been blessed
0: absolutely and one of the many reasons that i wanted to have you on today is i think it is so important to get a father's perspective when it comes to homeschooling because Most of the time, people have the assumption that it is just the mothers that are involved in homeschooling or the women that are involved in homeschooling. Right. And So I wanted to bring, do a series of shows that brought fathers that have been very involved, you know, in in, in homeschooling their children and, and in their family. So can you give me a father's perspective of homeschooling?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I, I think I want to define the role of fathers because mm-hmm. it's so different. And the truth is, so many times it does, the majority of the responsibility does fall to mom in homeschooling. Right. Mm-hmm. But but dads have a pretty clearly defined biblical role in yes. training up the, the child. And that's this. We are called to be the spiritual leaders in the home. And so my first role as a homeschool dad has always been to lead my family through God's word and through worship of him. And so um, I've had the privilege of being home a lot and um, have made it a a point to every day be in the word with my family. Um, Now, I know that not every dad's schedule looks the same as mine um, and every dad isn't at the same spiritual place, but I can tell you that. At the very basic level, if you can read, you can lead. Um, And so dads, your responsibility first and foremost is to open up the word of God to your family and read it to them every single day and let them see you reading it and growing spiritually. Um, The second thing though is because mom takes on so much responsibility, dads really have the privilege of coming behind their mom and encouraging her and enabling her. And so what that looks like is, if if new uh, curriculum is needed for the year, or mom wants to go to a homeschool convention and learn a little bit and get refreshed, dad, it's your job to get behind her and say, babe, you're doing such a good job. I encourage you to do what you need to do and get involved as she looks at curriculum and things like this, and be a part of that process, be an active part, and build your wife up in that. I will tell you that I went to my first homeschool convention Um, reluctantly at the urging of a friend. And he said, look, man, I can't tell you until you get there what it's going to be like, but I promise you, you need to go. And I'm so glad he encouraged me to do that because my heart was changed and I gained a vision for homeschooling in our family. And had it just been Yvette, it would have been a very different process. But because I was a part of it and saw what it could be all along, we've worked together towards a similar goal with our girls.
0: That's wonderful. And that's great advice there. Um, tell me what you think, because we talked about, or you just spoke about, the biblical responsibility that fathers have in the home. What do you think, the, where do you think the church's role is or should be in terms of biblical education?
1: Oh, man, such a good question, because I, I will be really honest with you. The church and pastors have failed in this area. Um, We know that more than 80% of churched kids are in public schools Mm -hmm. and it's not a neutral battleground. Public schools are a religious institution, they're the most effective evangelistic organization in the world. They are turning out um, diehard converts for the humanistic religion and the statist worldview every single year and they're not losing. So pastors, first of all, have to have the courage to stand up and defend their flocks and say, parents, save your kids, take them out of these schools. And I know that seems harsh, but at this point, the schools have proven there's no option. They're not going to lose, and they desire to take the souls of your kids. It's not an overstatement. So that's first as pastors have to stand up, be courageous, risk losing some people, um and say take back your kids next though churches have to understand that they are not the primary disciplers of children in the church they have to be building up parents building up fathers especially but coming beside parents and saying your job is to build up your kids and here's how we're going to do it and at the most basic level the way that happens is that week by week pastors have to be teaching the word the full counsel of God verse by verse so that their their uh, their sh- their sheep know the word and know how to follow the Lord so that they can turn that over to their kids um, I think that parents have a very false notion that they can send their kids off to um, youth group and have them come home you know well-founded Christians right. and the truth is that doesn't happen. Uh, right. Many years ago, Ken Ham and Britt Beamer wrote the book Already Gone, mm-hmm. and and they did a great um, survey and found out that most of the time, churched kids who go through that church um, youth, but are in public school, ultimately walk away from the church, mm-hmm. and and uh, the statistics don't lie. If you're not training your kids up in righteousness at home, if you're not building a biblical worldview into your kids at home, there is a very, very good chance they're gonna walk away. And the church does play a role in that, but they're not the primary ones who drive that.
0: Exactly. Yes, well tell us what the homeschool community looks like in your area. Do you have a lot of services for homeschoolers, a lot of options for homeschoolers in your area, resources?
1: yeah we're really blessed here we moved to oklahoma we're in broken arrow oklahoma which is just outside of tulsa we right. moved here two years ago and oklahoma has one of the best homeschool um, communities and uh, legal frameworks of any state we have visited and we've seen most of them um in oklahoma homeschooling is actually written into the state constitution and there's almost no regulation on parents and a lot of people recoil at that and think oh no the kids are going to run wild and nothing will happen but actually you see the opposite happening the homeschool community here is thriving kids are succeeding there's great support um many of your listeners are familiar with classical conversations um just classical conversations has over fifteen hundred students locally in the Tulsa area. We attend um, a co-op. Our oldest daughter's a part of a co-op that has over seven hundred kids, and uh, there are all sorts of services: there's sports, proms, dances. You know, whatever right. you want to get involved in, it's here. Um, and and I think that much of that is a, a result of the state taking a very hands-off approach to homeschooling
0: absolutely i actually have worked with several of the homeschool leaders in the state of oklahoma Mm -hmm. um, in regards to preserving homeschool freedoms and i know that there's legislation that's currently being introduced there that some of those leaders feel like could be a threat to homeschooling. Of course, it's school choice legislation. Right. What is your perspective when it comes to homeschoolers accepting government funds in the form of vouchers or ESAs or tax credits? How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be really blunt. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, he who pays the piper calls the tune. Absolutely. When you accept money from the government, you become a slave to the government. And part of the thing with homeschooling is so many parents are looking at homeschooling as a way to increase liberty and increase freedom in their families. They've seen what goes on in the public schools and they don't want that. Mm-hmm. And yet they turn around then and say, oh, but I'm gonna be a charter school and they're gonna give us 2,500 bucks a year for books and you know toys and whatever, computers. Right. And they don't realize that as they do that, The system they just left just walked right into its house and made itself a bedroom and took up residence with you it is so dangerous and yes oklahoma is pushing uh state school choice legislation we Mm -hmm. are adamantly adamantly opposed to it um if you if you have a minute i'd love to tell you too we come from california yes share
0: that perspective definitely
1: yeah we uh when we attended our first homeschool convention this is like um 13 years ago now i think uh we had no idea what we were doing and we had no idea what charter schools were or what the school choice argument was really about and we were very blessed at the time that we heard a, a workshop session by hslda and they were really clear to call out these school choice programs and charter school programs as essentially a trojan horse That allows the government into your house well over the years we watched most of our homeschool friends buy into these programs and so we saw firsthand what they did and here's the truth yeah you get money but at the same time you also give over accountability of your school to the state they want to know that your kids are using approved curriculum they want to know that your kids are passing tests Uh, they want you to check in and show your curriculum to them. And the truth is, if you are a Christian parent who wants to educate your child in the ways of the Lord, under your charter, you're not allowed to do that in California. Um, And so what we would do is we would talk to parents and say, well, don't you teach creation during the day? And they'd say, yeah, sure. And I'd say, do you understand that you're breaking the charter that you signed by joining this Christian school? Well, that doesn't matter of course it matters it's a lie you're you're founding your school on a lie so yeah we're we're pretty anti-charter school anti-state money we really want homeschooling to be private privately funded parent educated parent led um and we know that it's just so much better that way
0: absolutely and i'm i'm thankful that you were able to share that perspective because you saw it firsthand and you just reiterated what I have heard over and over again on for your children in regards to how overreaching school choice can be and has been for homeschoolers. Yep. Now, you spoke about homeschooling in California and homeschooling in Oklahoma. And when you were traveling, I'm sure that you saw homeschooling all over the United States, homeschooling families. Um, what were some of the common denominators that you saw when you were traveling and filming Schoolhouse Rocks?
1: Yeah, I'll tell you the the biggest and best one. Um, we had the blessing as we traveled to stay with a lot of families because mm-hmm. we weren't, uh, you know, hugely wealthy as we set out to do this movie. We right. didn't stay in hotels. We got to bunk up with families who hosted us. Yes. And a lot of times we would stay for, you know, a week or two or three yeah and really get to know them. And the one thing we saw most of all that was most important to families was this shared community of the homeschoolers. And um, we know as homeschool families that it can be hard to do this. And the one thing we learned on the road that it's much less hard if you have a community to come around you. Um, The other thing we saw that was really encouraging to me is, I got to see that homeschooling really is the spark of revival in our nation. Yes. It was it was so clear as you met all these homeschooling families that they were all working toward a very similar goal, and at the core of that was raising their kids up to know the Lord and and building a biblical worldview into their kids and essentially moving the kingdom of God forward on earth um, through their families. This was really exciting. Um, i tend to be a pessimist Mm -hmm. and yet as i meet more and more homeschool families i'm always encouraged and i always see this this growing flame of revival among them
0: that's wonderful tell our listeners where they can find your movie schoolhouse rocked
1: yeah if you go to schoolhouserocked.com it has an ed at the end schoolhouserocked.com you can find everything we're doing there including the movie We also do the schoolhouse rocked podcast three days a week that's a great show and tiffany's been on Um, and now we have a daily podcast called homeschool insights which is under 10 minutes a day of great biblical homeschooling encouragement so you can find that there as well Um, additionally though march 6th through 9th we're having the 2023 homegrown generation family expo Uh, this is a live online interactive homeschool conference and we did our first one in 2020 it was a huge success and a huge blessing to so many families we're back for 2023 we've got a great lineup of speakers god has just blessed us so well and we keep that really really affordable for people because we want um, everybody to be involved and we want you to be able to bless your friends with memberships and things like that so the the base price for the Homegrown Generation Family Expo is $35. But if you use the coupon code TIFFANY, I will give you $10 off of registration.
0: That's fantastic. And I will have all of these links over on my Free Your Children page and soon up on my website. So Thank I you. hope that all of our listeners will get over and signed up and join This great opportunity for encouragement and support. Garrett, what is a piece of advice, your biggest piece of advice, if you could give fathers or just homeschooling parents in general, some advice about homeschooling, what would you say to them?
1: I I can tell you right off. It would be trust the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, Day by day, you are not going to feel capable or worthy or qualified to do this. I promise you that. Um, I've struggled with it, and I don't do the majority of teaching. My wife struggles with it every day, and my wife has talked to hundreds of homeschool parents and leaders, and the one thing that always is true is they never feel qualified. But here's the thing. We've also seen over and over and over that God is faithful. Uh, I want to tell you a real quick story. Our oldest daughter, has honestly never loved school, and so we've really um, just been intentional about teaching her in a way that works for her. And we've trusted the Lord for the outcome. And it's involved a lot of reading and a lot of Bible, and then teaching her the basics. And she's come along reluctantly, but we've always hoped that the Lord would fill in the gaps. Uh, the other day, our daughter went to take a college entrance entrance exam. And we prayed that the Lord would just be faithful and see that teaching through. Our daughter ended up getting 95% on that college entrance exam, really having never been a a test taker before. Mm -hmm. But we understand that when we follow the Lord faithfully, He is faithful. When we're faithful to obey, He shows Himself good and faithful.
0: Yes, He does. Well, tell us, are you working on any other projects currently?
1: I am. We right now we're overwhelmed with preparation for the conference, of course. Not
0: gonna matter But
1: yeah, when that gets finished though, we're actually starting a new movie. We're in pre-production on what will be essentially a, a prequel to Schoolhouse Rocked, and we're really excited about it. Um if you want to learn more about the movie the conference will be a great place cuz we'll announce it there and we're going to begin kicking off fundraising for that project there but i encourage your listeners to follow us at uh if you go to schoolhouserocked.com just sign up for our newsletter and you can get uh updates we'll let you know how it's going um we will need the support of the community to get this movie done the first one was done very much through the support of the community And we've seen God using it in amazing ways. We expect he'll do the same with this one.
0: That's fantastic. This conference that's coming up, tell us a little bit how the format works. I think this is a great opportunity. Would this be something good for parents if they're not yet homeschooling, but maybe we're interested in homeschooling?
1: Yeah, it would be a really, really good tool for them. Um, We encourage homeschooling parents to to buy a membership, uh, sign up, and then buy one for a friend who may be considering homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Um, the format is really fun. It's actually four days, the 6th through the ninth of March. And we go all day, essentially, with one track. So right. it's not like you get to pick your workshops and breakouts. Everyone is together. It is interactive and online. And you get a chance to ask questions of the speakers. Everybody can interact and interact. Um, it, it's just a great opportunity. The Lord has provided us such good speakers. We have literally the cream of the crop. He he went over and above in blessing us. Um, but it's really fun. We've found over the years that so many of the people who listen to our podcast or watch the movie were introduced to it through our first conference. Mm-hmm. and uh, And we've heard how God's used it to change families for eternity. The one thing we've heard over and over is, we never did family Bible time until we never really sat down and read the Bible as a family until, and now we've seen how God has blessed that. So um, we're really excited about it. Join us. It's a lot of fun. And here's the the best thing. When you, when you register, you get lifetime access to all of the uh, resources. There will be about 30 hours of video from this conference but you also get access to the whole 2020 conference, which is actually 40 hours of of bonus video. So it's a really great deal and a real great uh, way to just dive into homeschooling and uh, figure it out. Also for the experienced homeschoolers, it's a great encouragement to keep going and it gives Mm -hmm. you the tools you need to do it well.
0: Yes, and I think you touched on something a little bit earlier when we were talking and you said that Parents oftentimes don't feel equipped. And I was actually having a discussion this morning over on my For Your Children page about this very thing. That's one of the many goals of the public school system, the whole model of education that we have today. Yes. It was to make parents feel as if they needed to turn their children over to the professionals to teach and educate their children. And so it's been very effective at what it was intended to do. And so I just want to give parents a little bit of encouragement, just as you have today, and let you know that you are equipped to teach your children. You are the most equipped to teach your children. And God provides, and as long as you are faithful to Him, He will make sure that He leads and guides and directs you while you are educating your children. And you also spoke about family discipleship, and I have spoken about that numerous times here on Free Your Children. And I encourage parents to, if you haven't started a family discipleship program, just get your Bible out, open it up and start in the book of Genesis. Uh, could you give a little bit of perspective on starting family discipleship? Because I think you're right, Garrett. I think a lot of people are intimidated maybe about just starting because they don't feel equipped yeah. to teach their children um, about the Bible. So what would you say about that?
1: I would say you're not equipped. Trust <laughs> right. trust the Lord to equip you, trust right. his Holy Spirit to fill you and help you to understand the word of God and mm-hmm. teach to your kids. And guess what? They're not equipped either. Right. So you, all you have to do is be able to be one step ahead of your kids, which means get in the word and start learning now. Um, I, I want to encourage you with two verses. The first one is Luke 640. It says, a disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone when fully trained will be like his teacher. And so parents, if you want your children to be like the world, allow the world to teach them. But if you care about their eternal souls, take this on and be their teacher. But then for those of you who don't feel equipped, I want you to hear this. Matthew 633, but seek first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you what he's saying there is don't worry about your kids house or their food or their clothes the Lord knows you need those things trust him seek him serve him first and he will take care of that stuff so can I tell you a real quick story about not being equipped for family discipleship absolutely okay at the end of 2020 uh, no I'm sorry the end of 2019 we were just finishing reading through the New Testament with our girls and we got to Revelation and I'll tell you no parent is really equipped to teach through Revelation to their young kids and we got there and we were reading and I said kids I'm gonna tell you this book is hard and I don't know how well I'm gonna be able to teach you guys through this book but we're gonna trust the Lord And what we're going to do is we're going to read through it, and we're going to see how His Holy Spirit guides us through His Word. And I'll tell you what, we opened up that book, and we read chapter by chapter, verse by verse, through Revelation. And you would not believe how rich the discussion was and how applicable Revelation was to our family at that time. And ironically, that was right before everything changed. We had just read Revelation And then, uh, you know, the Great Reset started with COVID and our eyes were wide open. And I'll tell you, through that whole study, I did not feel qualified, but we watched the Holy Spirit work an amazing miracle as our family was just faithful to get in his word and read it together.
0: Absolutely. Parents, I hope that you gained much encouragement from Garrett during this show. And I want to encourage you, if you have not started a family discipleship, do it today. Just pick up your Bible and start reading as a family. I want to leave you with this. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Isaiah 40, 28 through 29. We love you here at WXRQ, but please remember, Jesus loves you so much more. Good night and God bless.